Good afternoon everyone. Um welcome to the 39th episode of What's Happening. So today is 24th of July 2021. Uh we'll just quickly get out of the news items. We have um a very interesting news item today. Um yeah. So let's go with the uh, headlines. So again another drone was spotted in the Aknoor sector of Jammu and Kashmir, uh, especially the Jammu area which was laden with explosives. So the drone contained a load of explosives which was suspected to be uh, transferred between the borders from Pakistan to uh, the separatists or terrorists in India side. So this drone basically um, is concerning because it's it's second of such drone episodes that has been observed. So one in, during the last month inside the IAF air base a drone was dropped I mean two drone were shot down and uh, the NIA is still investigating the uh, in, in the incident so this particular drone contained 5 kg of improved explosive devices so it was very clear that this was uh, this was here for sabotaging something uh, inside the indian border uh, it was actually a hexacopter meaning um, it's it has more than 6 wings uh, it has 6 wings exactly and then it was fitted with a gps system and a flight guidance system as well so it's pretty advanced drones um, which we could say uh, the terrorists have got their hands on and uh, right now because of this and because of the last month's episode anti drone systems have been put in place already in the uh, jammu jammu sector especially where uh, the army operates so it's both a surveillance and a, you know um, a problem with uh, explosives as well so even if the drones do not contain any explosives uh, surveillance of army areas will will give away some strategic advantage to the um, other side the terrorists for attacking these bases so that should also not be encouraged so um, yeah so that's why um, you know a very strong anti drone system has been put into place and uh, the civilians are also not allowed to fly drones um if if they could if if there is some kind of surveillance happening um with respect to the um you could say the land uh, surveillance such such government works can be carried out after informing the police station of the area in which the survey is taking place and civilians are not at all allowed to fly any drones and are and have been advised to return these drones to the police stations Uh, so the next news is going to be interesting one because it obviously involves a supreme court argument a petition was filed in supreme court um, against uh, the ban on sale and use of firecrackers in the national capital region of delhi so to give you a brief background national capital region of delhi is basically um, a bunch of area in delhi city as well as uh, nearby um, up uh, uh, and punjab Uh, states as well like uh, gurugram and certain other places that you know administratively comes under the district but it is classified as national capital region so in these areas um, the air quality index which is used to measure uh, the the quality of air uh, and how much pollutants it contains how much type of pollutants it contains all of these things is measured by air quality index the air quality index of these areas especially the national capital region areas and the surrounding areas have always been very very poor um, it was it was kind of worse to poor uh so during winter um there will be something called stubble burning that's done by farmers in and around punjab and haryana and other regions that would definitely cause this particular uh, problem so the government is trying to find a solution for the stubble burning problem which is a major 
uh, reason and the other reason is um, especially you know uh, the factories uh, the vehicles that are used as well as uh, firecrackers so because of this the national green tribunal which is um, one of the uh, board highest bodies for environmental clearance and uh, uh, stays uh, it basically said it put a ban on the sale of firecrackers in these areas up until at least the air quality becomes better so uh, the manufacturers of firecrackers and the importers and the salesperson everybody they petitioned supreme court and the supreme court has done a very very important observation uh, regarding certain provisions of the constitution in this particular case uh, first thing they said that um, you know the the argument that was put forward by the firecrackers was uh, their right to business was affected Uh, so supreme court said that right to business is not an absolute fundamental right meaning that um, only right to equality and right to life are absolute fundamental rights meaning that if they are going to be violated in some way uh, the other fundamental rights that is actually violating this right would not be considered for example let's say um, uh, you know right to business is also right to uh, you could say Uh, freedom of movement and occupation where right to business comes under that is actually a fundamental right but if it's going to affect the right to life then uh, right to life will be superseded by this fundamental right uh, that is what is enshrined in the constitution that is how the constitution actually um, has to be uh, interpreted is what the supreme court has said so that is one part uh so yeah it it specified the articles so basically it said uh, right to life uh, which is article 21 is the fundamental right there was another argument as well put forward by the um, uh, firecrackers manufacturers that uh, the bursting of firecrackers is basically um, a hindu practice or or it's it's under it comes under right to religion which is again a fundamental right but this was also turned down by uh, the supreme court uh, citing that if you know right to religion uh, is also uh, subject to right to life so right to life is actually the paramount right uh, in the list of fundamental rights we have around seven fundamental rights but if anything else is going to affect right to life then uh, that won't be considered as a fundamental right for that that particular case so this has been long debated in supreme court in multiple cases uh, this is something that's called basic structure doctrine so whenever a case comes up supreme court and it involves two or three fundamental rights uh, the supreme court has uh, it's not on paper or in the constitution but it has involved or it has evolved a way uh, that's called basic structure doctrine so supreme court will examine uh, the case um, yeah it was done it is being done only in the supreme court actually and all other courts follow this basic structure doctrine after the supreme court there are a lot of cases that involve this basic structure doctrine what it basically says is that if there is a conflict between two or three fundamental rights um, or pieces of law then the supreme court will um, will actually look at look at it at an angle in which uh, in in which that um, i mean uh, that fundamental right whether it violates the basic structure of the constitution there is nothing that is defined as such basic structure but supreme court will determine the nature um, of the fundamental right that violates the basic structure of the constitution so that is what is called basic structure doctrine it's a very interesting topic you can google and look up on it Uh, that's going to spawn up a lot of cases uh, golaknath case is a very famous one kesavananda bharati case is another famous one in which supreme court first determined the basic structure doctrine uh, so so you can look upon all of these things
Okay, let's come out quickly to the national news. We have only one item in the national news. Uh, okay, sorry, a couple of items. So there has been extreme rainfall that has been seen in Maharashtra that has actually caused a lot of landslides in different areas. And it has also caused the death of over 60 people in these landslides. And um, uh, the disaster management teams have been put forward. The state disaster response force and the national disaster response force have been put into place in states and uh, the rescue work is going on. Uh, the surprising fact is that, um, uh, you know, there are traditionally dry areas in uh, Maharashtra uh, that are called Vidarbha and Marathwada regions, which are on the western side of Maharashtra, which normally do not get a lot of rainfall. But recently, uh, in this year, they have also seen unusual rainfall. So, um, and apart from this, there is an overall change in pattern of rainfall across India, uh, which is also, again, pointing out to the climate change factor. So rainfall have not has not been this erratic, meaning that uh, there is um, you know a lot of areas are receiving a very huge rainfall, and a lot of areas are again going back on the deficit of rainfall. Their their deficit is actually increasing. So two stark differences have been seen in different regions of India, especially the western region, the Rajasthan and uh, Kerala have got a lot of deficit in rainfall, which is more than generally in the last few years, average of the last few years. Um, if you come to the uh, uh, you know eastern side, the Tamil Nadu and uh, other states, West Bengal, Odisha have got more rainfall than expected. So there is there is a very very stark change in the pattern of the rainfall that we'll have to deal with. So it it gives one more reason for us to try and fight the climate change so that at least you know India is ready with some infrastructure to handle all these you know either the deficit in rainfall or excess rainfall um, before climate change hits us all hard. Right. The next news is regarding again the Pegasus Noop gate that we saw. So the Rajya Sabha was uh, adjourned for the fourth straight day after there was a problem with the Trinamul MP uh, who refused to leave the house after he was suspended. The convention of the house, the parliament house dictates that if a suspended member is still in the uh, seat, then uh, the business cannot go on. So he was forced to be um, you know, evacuated by the marshals. But it was not, um, you know, done uh, within stipulated time period. So the house was adjourned for the fourth day. So until the government gives a straight answer to the Pegasus Gate and comes out clean, if possible, with uh, um, you know, with answers to whatever the MPs ask, I think that would be the only logical conclusion to this problem. Uh, let's hope for that. Right. I'm going to talk about quick couple of news items on the international front. Uh, we have been seeing news about the Taliban, um, you know, uh, taking a lot of territories on the border areas of Afghanistan after the US and the NATO forces left the country. Over 95% of the forces have already left the country. So the Taliban has now, um, you know, in, amidst the Qatar talks that are taking place in Doha, the Taliban has categorically said that uh, with this current government, um, who's the president, um, Ashraf Ghani, who is the Afghan president, um, they cannot, you know, lay down their arms or they will not announce a ceasefire. Uh, they will announce a ceasefire or, you know, put down their arms only when an acceptable government takes place, takes its position in the Taliban, uh, I'm sorry, takes its position in the Afghan government. So, um, it has not clearly said what acceptable means, but it has indicated that uh, a solution can be reached only when something that is acceptable for both the parties um, is actually put in place. So they feel that the Ashraf Ghani government right now acts unanimously and unilaterally, does not consult or, you know, it's not ready to sit in talks with the Taliban as such. So let's hope uh, peace prevails in Afghanistan very soon. Right. 
நார்மலி வி யூனோ ஐ ஐ நெவர் ஸ்போக்கன் அபவுட் எனி ஸ்போர்ட்ஸ் நியூஸ் பட் டுடே டேக்கிங் ஆஸ் அன் எக்ஸப்ஷன் ஐ குட் சே தி டோக்கியோ கேம்ஸ் ஹவ் ஸ்டார்டட் ஆர் வாட் இஸ் கால் த தேர்ட்டி செகண்ட் கேம்ஸ் ஆஃப் த தேர்ட்டி செகண்ட் ஒலிம்பியாட் விச் இஸ் ஃபேமஸ்லி கால்ட் அஸ் ஒலிம்பிக் கேம்ஸ் ஹவ் ஸ்டார்டட் இன் டோக்கியோ திஸ் இயர் திஸ் ஆக்சுவலி இட் இஸ் அ இட் இஸ் அ இட் ஷுட் ஹவ் ஹேப்பன்ட் இன் ட்வெண்ட்டி ட்வெண்ட்டி இட் செல்ஃப் அண்ட் பட் பிகாஸ் ஆஃப் த பேண்டமிக் இட் ஹஸ் பின் போஸ்ட்போன் டு அன் இயர் அண்ட் இட் ஹஸ் காஸ்ட் இன் டோக்கியோ ஜாப்பனீஸ் கவர்மெண்ட் அரௌண்ட் டூ பாயிண்ட் எயிட் பில்லியன் டாலர்ஸ் So, the current Tokyo Games have been one of the, uh, the costliest games that has had to happen in the last 50 or 60 years um, uh, because of a lot of factors. Um, uh, so, so, that is what is happening. Um, India, India's flag bearers was Harman Preet Singh and Mary Kom. Uh, Harman Preet Singh is a hockey player and Mary Kom, as you all know, is a boxer. Uh, so, yeah, the Indian contingent ha- are yet to start their games now. Uh, they are now competing right now in archery. um in the past few days but uh, you know going forward maybe we'll see um if we have any significant news items uh, on tokyo games i'll i'll just add to that as an exceptional sports item because normally i would discuss sports items here yeah and that's about it that's for the day uh, thank you um, stay safe and have a great weekend